Welcome back to Hey Babe, Conquer Your World. It's Logan and Catherine here. Today, we're going to be talking about money mindset and also how you can write a love letter to money, but kind of want to let you guys in on a little secret for this episode. Um, Me and Catherine have decided to transition Hey Babe, Conquer Your World into a YouTube channel as well. So this podcast is actually going to be our first podcast that we are doing face-to-face. So if you guys hear us crackling up a little bit, just bear with us. It's a learning and growth process. And we told you guys we were going to take you all along the way. So here we are. So with that being said, Catherine, tell us a little bit about what money mindset is. Hey, hey, everyone. Yes, thank you so much for bearing with us. I'm so excited to get our YouTube up. I think it's going to be, it's just next level, right? So anyway, money mindset, this is something that I had to work on tremendously when I first started my self-development journey. So in a nutshell, basically, when I say money mindset, it's what is your relationship right now with money? When you think of earning large amounts of money, is that something that you believe you can do? Um, If you want money to come to you, you have to invite money. You have to be comfortable spending money. You have to be comfortable talking about money, um, paying your bills. When you pay your bills, are you... um, happy to pay your bills or does it stress you out? You know, like it's, it's all about being in alignment with what you really want. And a money mindset is really just a level of consciousness. So yeah, basically we want to walk you guys through how to figure out where you stand with money and then how to write a love letter with money to, to start, you know, getting more comfortable with the flow of money, money in, money out. I love that. And you know, I, (laughs) I had a terrible, sometimes I still struggle with my mindset and the love I have for money, Um, but I think it's all really growth. And a lot of your money mindset stems from how you were raised, where you were raised, how you grew up. You know, if you grew up in a home that your parents were like, oh no, we can't afford that. We, you know, you can't have this because we can't afford it. Or I always remember growing up and my mom was always like, money doesn't grow on trees, Logan. And so automatically I have a paradigm now that not enough money, like money doesn't grow on trees. It's not going to come like constantly. And so I think really focusing on how you truly feel with money is like the basis of writing that letter. So, and be honest, like I know whenever I did my first love letter to money, I was like, Oh, I have a great relationship with money. And, you know, we go through different times in our lives. So maybe right now you have a wonderful relationship with money and maybe in a couple months, you're not going to, um, But writing this letter, even now while you're doing good with money, I think it could benefit us in the long run by just building that strong relationship. Yeah, absolutely. I completely agree. Um, 
I did also an exercise with my health journey where I wrote a love letter from my body to myself. And I kind of think of it as the same way with like a love letter to money, because if you really think about it, nine times out of 10 things always work out. And so having money has given you the ability to live in the home that you're living in, to buy your children Christmas, to um, help you move, to help you go on vacations. And when you know deep down that money is energy, and then you have a negative energy towards money, like you hate paying, you you hate uh, paying out um, like bills and other people. It's literally like you're putting a block between you and abundance, right? And mm -hmm. it kind of, again, stems back in my opinion to self-image, which I'm going to bring up a thousand times in this because that's really where it all starts. If you don't believe that you are the type of person that can earn money, and then when you start to change yourself, but you think that money is hard to earn, um, it, it goes away easily. Just like Logan said, you live paycheck to paycheck. You're never going to come out on top. So by writing a love letter to money and repeating it again, repetition is key. This can really help you be more comfortable with the topic of money. It's actually pretty crazy when you talk to people, how many people get uncomfortable when you talk about money, right? They tie it into ego or we do trainings with money and, and now people with those big, heavy money paradigms are like, why is this all about money? It's not about money necessarily it's about what money can provide to you what you can do with your life with that amount of money so that's that's another way to think of it i um whenever i first joined you know this community that we're both in i remember um a shout out to jillian for doing this but i remember seeing her post um and I'm going to explain the post, but I just remember thinking like, wow, I need to think that way. But it was a post that she had posted and she got a, like a bill in the mail and she used a sticky note and wrote them a letter back when she paid for it saying, thank you for billing me. And I was like, wow, that that's a lot of power. Like just sharing that, um, like gratefulness and the gratitude of being like, you know, Hey, thanks. Like, here you go. Here's my payment. And thank you so much for billing me. Like, I'm sure it caught them off guard on the other end too, because so many people struggle with a bad relationship to money that I'm, I would hate working in a doctor's office, like anywhere that has to send bills. Like, I, cause I know I've been on the side of the call where I'm like, why are you charging me? You know, like, and it's just not good. But even I had another story. That's okay. Did and now I went blank. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. I'm just thinking about that letter to I think it was like a dentist or something. And when you think about it, you go to work every day and you, you know, a lot of people trade time for money. And so when, you know, Jillian's son went to the dentist, they had a need and he needed something done to his teeth. And so the person that did whatever to his teeth needs money to survive. So mm -hmm. getting mad because you're being billed because you used a service, that's just silly. You can't expect abundance to come in your life if you're like, you know, your energy toward all of that is just crap, right? Mm -hmm. And also like in these love letters to money, my I've done, I don't know, probably three. And I always apologize. I'm like, I am sorry for 
bad mouthing you so much. And, you know, I used to hoard money when I would get money, I would be afraid to spend it. Um, because, and think about that, that is you telling yourself that no more money is coming. That's why you hoard on to money. And then you're in the grocery store, you're in the, at the mall or something, and you go in the store and, and you see something you love and you're like, no, I can't get it. I don't have enough money. And you're not, you're not living life freely, like abundantly. You're just everywhere you go when you're in that type of mindset, which is exactly what I would do. I was literally stopping the flow of money in all kinds of areas of my life all day long. And I didn't even realize it. Mm -hmm. What about yeah, you? I think, I think I did that too. And I now remember what I was going to say. So, um, I love to like, you know, taking coaching calls and I have asked, and I've heard you ask, you know, like how much money do you need to live comfortably? And people are like, um, five grand a month. And we're like, okay, well, why not 10? And they're like, I don't need that much money. And I'm like, okay, well, what do you want? Like, what do you want out of life? And all of a sudden they want a new house and a new car and a boat and they want to travel and they want to help, you know, charities and everything. And I'm looking at them like, wow, people don't realize like when you think, oh, I when you put like, oh, I want 20 grand a month, we have such like the world has created such a bad, like, oh, well, if you want 20 grand a month, then you're greedy or you're egotistic or, or whatever we want to call it. And really all it is, is a, an amplifier, but it's just an exchange. Like it's just, if you want something, we all have to pay for it. So if you want that new house, the new car, the traveling, like you're going to need a lot more than 5,000 a month. Yeah, that's a limiting belief. Mm -hmm. And our mentor, Kathleen, actually says when she's ready to take another quantum leap or she has an inspired thought that, oh, I want to increase my income to $2 million a month, she'll go out and make a major purchase. Because again, money in, money out. It's just mm -hmm. an object, right? It's just, yeah. well, it's not an object, but it's it's just, it's just it's an exchange. a mind. That. It's right, just yeah. an energy, it, right? Mm -hmm. It's just an exchange. It's nothing to be afraid of. It's just like getting comfortable with anything else in life is to get comfortable with money. And I want to say shout out to Sandy Hayward. She's one of my, oh, I just love her so much. But I was looking at her love letter to money. And I really love this one part. It says, you have supported me when times got hard. Down to the last dollar I had, you still showed up and got me through. Because of you, I've never gone hungry. I've never not had a warm home to live in. And I've never been without clothes to put on. You've always let me um, let me give to my loved ones at Christmas on, on birthdays or just because. And for that, I'm so thankful. I'm looking forward to growing our relationship and becoming more abundant and happier than we've ever been together. Oh, that, that gave me chills. Yeah. yeah. That is chills. so well-written. Yeah. Man, I love talking about this because I'm feeling a new love letter from myself to my money coming in today. Like yes. I, and if you've honestly never written a love letter to money, it's, it's weird at first. Like <laughs> I remember my first one, I was like, I don't even know what I'm saying to you. Like, because it's, it's hard to like write something, um, to like, a 
a non-person. Like it'd be easy yeah. to write a letter to you, Catherine, you know, but mm-hmm. it's once you get it like in the flow of it, it's really, really refreshing, releasing, like freeing. And you also become aware of actually how you feel about money. And I think like that is, that's huge. Like once you become aware of actually how you feel about it. Yeah. There's this little book called money is God in action. And, you know, just like Logan had said, there's like this stigma where if you want a certain amount of money, you're, um, you are greedy or cocky or arrogant or that a certain like level of money makes you that way. But she also said it's an amplifier. So if you're a good person, you're going to be a better person. Like I was talking to someone yesterday on the phone that has a desire to build, you know, homes for families in Cambodia. And she's like, I, I would love, love, love to do that. Okay. Why even, why, like what stopped you from doing that? And she's like, well, money, right? She's a good person. She could be a better person if she had the money to do it. Same thing with me wanting to build my village in Africa. Why haven't I done it yet? Well, I don't have the money to do it or I would do it. So really, you know, that's another thing is that um, we have to remove this negative, this, I'm not saying that there aren't people with a lot of money that are bad, right? There are people that have a lot of money that use it in a bad way or whatever, but not, it doesn't have to be that way for you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It doesn't have to be that way for you. Yep. I, I totally agree. Um, I really hate this saying money makes you a bad person because it's not true. Like, I mean, okay. Yes. There are some instincts that like people get a lot of money and then they do become bad, but really in all honesty, you were a bad person before, or you're a good person before. And it's just an amplifier. Like, so if you did good things before you had money, you're going to continue to do even better things. Like you said, Catherine, but if you were a crappy person, like you're going to still be a crappy person, you know, mm-hmm. but it, I think the world has like, just completely like I don't even know the right word but like completely like tarnished the word money like there's so much negativity wrapped around it it's sad really Kathleen tells us to get comfortable with with big numbers and I say it like that because nothing is either big nor small it just is and we are the ones that place a value on that so if if I say you know 50 grand four months ago to myself, I would be like, whoa, that's a lot of money. You know, like, how am I ever going to make that? I didn't even make that in a whole year. But now my new language is that 50 grand a month as I'm halfway there, right? It's Mm -hmm. that's nothing compared to what I'll do in the long run. So when you want to get more comfortable with money and you have a bill, let's say your phone bill comes in and it's $300, add a zero to the end of that, right? Tell yourself it's $3,000 and you only have to pay 300 doing things like that can help you get more comfortable around money. Like a lot of couples will avoid looking at their budget or avoid looking at the bills or dread going to the mailbox and all that stuff. But if you would just let your guard down, get your love letter to money, know that it's just services rendered. It's money in, money out. More is on the way. You have more than enough to pay what you need to pay um, and, and get really, really comfortable with that. I think that helps. I still do that to this day. You know, I used to hate organizing my filing cabinet because when I would look, I have a television service charter 
and my service hardly ever works. And so I used to sit and I would get all my charter bills together and flip through them. And it's like almost $200 a month. And I'm like, look at all the money I've spent on this and I haven't gotten crap in return, you know, but, but I, I don't know. It's just, you have to look at all of these different things and figure out a way that you can switch this switch this around to elevate your, you know, elevate your frequency. You have to vibrate mm -hmm. up there where all the money's at, right? If you, yeah. if you're scared about it, you're never going to get it. It's just all yeah. there is to it. And I love that you said a second ago too, like that Kathleen goes out and makes a big purchase every time she's ready to like up her goal. And I think too, like how you said, you know, when you hoarder money, you're bringing yourself to lower vibration. So like, you guys, even if it's only like $2, like, you know, spend it because you're keeping yourself on the vibration of like allowing money in. Um, with that being said, like the love letter to money, it's just really like writing a love letter to money. I mean, there's not any special instructions or, um, anything that you need to do. Just be truthful to yourself, be vulnerable with it. And just really write a love letter to money, like thank them. What else you got? What do you got? Yeah, I will. So I want to go back on the spending money thing. Mm -hmm. um, it's also important that you don't get the idea that we're saying, just go out and blow all your money. You could spend $10,000 and still be worried that you're not going to have any money left and think that because you're spending money, money's coming back, but it's about the energy that you spend it in right? When you get up to the cash register with your new bag and you're, you're purchasing it, you want to feel so grateful that you even have the ability to purchase this or that, you know, you, it, it just has to feel really good. Even if it's just a $2 purchase, you can't mm -hmm. go in there and have the mindset that, oh, I'm going to wear this for a day and then return it. Right. Feel really good about what you're spending. Um, and yeah, so for the love letter, like, if you're in a relationship with someone and it's been confusing, um, I think that's where most people are with money. We've had highs and lows. When tax time comes, we're happy. And then when tax time's gone, we're sad. You know, when we get a, a raise at work, we're happy. But when we lose our job, we're sad and we're mad and we take it out on how we feel about money. So literally just come from your heart. Like money, I am so sorry that I have bad mouthed you so much. Like I have not been consistent in this relationship. I really want to work this out so we can work in harmony and be happy with each other. And I will give to you and you will give to me. And this will be a mutually beneficial relationship. And I will spend you with ease and grace and flow. And I will let you do what you're here to do. Like all the things, right? It's just like, mm -hmm. yeah, that's my opinion on the love letter for sure. Yep. And you guys like going back to like what we both said, just being honest and being grateful, being, you know, loving, um, is really just key. Like you just want, you want to write out like past and present. I feel like, what do you think about that? Like, you know, I'm sorry, like apologizing in that way, but also like, I'm so happy to like grow. I wonder, do you have, um, like a example we could read like the whole thing. I don't um, think I do. I'm looking for, let me see. I do have one right here. I'll just read. I'm sure Sandy won't mind. Let me just read her whole, oh, look, here's another one. 
Oh, here's one. I'll just read this one. This is my one of my accountability partners, Heather. So thank you, Heather. It says, Dear Money, let me zoom in here. Uh, thank you for coming to me when I need you the most. Thank you for showing up and surprising me, for making me feel so warm and excited. Um, you get me through, you get me through days. <laughs> Oh my God, I can't read her handwriting. That's funny. I believe in you for you'll never let me down. You always show up when I call you. I believe in you um, for when I spend you, you always come back to me even bigger. Some days I'm scared to let you go, but I know in my heart that you'll return. Um, I'm making me feel warm and happy. I'm so thankful that I can give you to my kids and my family where they need you and want you. Thank you for always increasing in my bank account. Um, yeah, you see what I mean? It's she's going at it. it. It's there's not a right or wrong way to do this. Um, she's going at it this way. I worry about you some days, but then I remind myself of the wonder, wonderful relationship we've built and that you've never let me down. You always you always show up. I'm so thankful for you and I'm aware of all the prosperity you provide in my life. I'm forever, forever grateful for you, money. Love me. That was okay, a good I love one. that. I There's love so that. many good ones. Yeah. I, I loved doing the, I'm serious. I think I'm going to rewrite a love letter to money today. Yes, me too. We just have to be comfortable. I think this podcast has been a little funny because Logan and I are sitting here staring at each other, <laughs> um, which is so different. But um, basically, all we're saying is figure out what your inner dialogue is toward money. And if it's crappy, then fix it. And just as we talk about rewriting a self-image script or re, you know, just like repeating your goals and all these things, it's the exact same thing with money. We're blessing and releasing the way that we used to feel about money because starting today and in this moment and when the letter is written, we will move on. We will welcome money. We will seek money. We will be open to opportunities for money. You can't be having some big, beautiful goal and then have a crappy relationship with money. It's not in alignment. We have got to be in alignment. Money is energy. Money flows. Money comes. Money goes. It's not a scary thing to talk about. Look at big numbers. Think about big numbers to make your other numbers small, like set an end goal that's really, 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 really huge, and then work your way backwards. Like all of this stuff ties in together mm -hmm. and we're just trying to elevate that's all we're doing um even our um our mentor kathleen is at a certain level of awareness she will continue to go up it doesn't matter if you're brand new to this or if you're an elite level coach manifester businessman woman whatever it is you can always elevate more so just as logan said at the beginning if you feel that your relationship with money is good now still reevaluate it and make it even better you can yeah. always be even more welcoming and you have got to if you have the indication that um like people on the outside would make you feel bad for earning money i have a couple women that i work with from a country called latvia and in their country you don't ask for anything right um you're a woman you work in the home and you do not ask for 
um, like nothing at all. Um, and so when I, you know, work with them and talk about money at first, they were very, very uncomfortable about that. They didn't feel that they deserved it or that they were supposed to have it um, or that it just wasn't the right thing to do. Like in order to provide service, you were to go down in the community and do like free community service, which don't get me wrong, is a wonderful thing to do. But we've opened their eyes to, well, what could you do if not only you went down there and provided service, <clears throat> excuse me, but you also rebuilt the building or you bought a year's supply of food to go in that place that you're feeding people or you fix 20 roofs in the community. Um, you, you know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. there's always a way. So yeah, I love, I love this topic. I think there's there's a lot that could be said about it. And, you know, some of the work we put here can make you vulnerable, but that's where the growth happens. Yeah. Um, I love that. I love that you're like going to be changing the world. Literally. That's awesome. Gave me goosebumps when you were talking about that. Um, but anyways, um, so the goal is like, write your love letter to money. Um, you guys, we said this the last time too, we want our listeners to engage with us. So after you write your love letter to money, um, if you feel comfortable or driven to, please post them on our Hey Babe Conquer Your World page. Um, and we will see you guys next Wednesday. It's going to be over persistent, uh, persistence, you know, um, <laughs> persistent. I mean, it's all the same. It's fine. Um, but yes. So we will see you guys next Wednesday over persistence, drop your love letters to money on our Facebook page. And other than that, we love you guys. Do you have anything have to, say? to say? Yeah. We, depending on when you're hearing this, we have an upcoming training starting next week on April 19th, and this is going to be absolute fire. Will you tell them a little bit about the topic, Logan? Yes, I, uh, I'm so glad you interrupted me because that is so important. Um, the, it starts Monday, it's Monday through Friday. Um, it's going to be over goal setting. So I love like, if you are driven to become a seven figure earner, if you are not happy with like where your results are now, goal setting is going to be huge for you. Uh, the next day is self-image. So if you guys struggle with a little bit of your self-image or feel like you can't achieve what you want to achieve, um, that again is self-image. So that's going to be huge. Uh, we're going to be talking about decision, how to make a intuitive decision quickly. Um, also faith over fear. So living in a faithful life over a fearful life, not letting fear control the decisions you make. And then the last day will be a Q and a, so come bring your questions. Um, if you guys want to come to that, let us know on Hey Babe, Conquer Your World page. Um, it's 59 US dollars, comes with a workbook, a goal setting call, all the trainings, you get replays. So if you work, that's not an excuse. Um, <laughs> and um, what else? What else? Yeah, what we else? have. So our mentor herself is going to be teaching every day, 11 a.m. Eastern on the topic slogan just described. But we're also going to have some of the coaches come on later in the evenings at 7 p.m. to do some workshops with you because 
we're not only here to teach you and talk about this stuff, but we want implementation and repetition. So the giveaways will be given to the people that show up, they play full out, they do their work, you know, and they're, they're in it to win it. They're in it to change their life. Um, she's also, did you mention the guided visualization? Cause that is going to be not. really cool. Yeah, I yeah. did not. Yeah, it's really just jam-packed with a lot of stuff. Our mentor does this about every month. This one is a tidbit different, especially because of that self-image piece. She's never taught self-image in one of these webinars before. And again, you know, Catherine over here, the self-image queen, that's like period, right? Mm -hmm. It's the foundation. You got to do it. So yeah, come join us. We'd be super happy to have you. Yes. Um, yep. Okay, that's it. <laughs> Bye, you guys. We love y'all. Have a good one, y'all. See ya.